ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Mystical Radio Show, the 888th frequency of the Awation Station. This series, this is episode number five with um, the very awesome Mr. Dan Ballard on the beat. We've been moving this conversation forward, talking about tech, social media innovation, programming of media, all sorts of awesome, really important futuristic type of ideas mixing with all sorts of other provocative things but hopefully you've been enjoying this um, series of conversations between dan and i let's see what's in store for this next um episode he's got a few things that are on his mind that he texted in for this episode he's interested in so this is a completely open source uh documentation of the process Dan's been watching closely on the other end uh, as I've, my team and I have been testing out this proprietary social media model that I've been working on for a while. Let's call him in and uh, see what Dan's got to say. everybody here it is as promised this is episode number five with the infamous mr dano ballard on the beat what's up buddy whoa 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 there he is come again i said hello hello how's it going oh man it's been a freaking great week we're wrapping up this uh, little marathon, <clears throat> and I think we're gonna keep it going, man. We we're just talking today, and um, we're gonna shoot basically six or seven more in the can, and just freaking just keep it rocking. It's Dan, I'm gonna try me back in. I don't know where I lost you, but start that little bit right back over, and we're back, ladies and gentlemen. So sorry for the technical difficulty. Continue on. I'm, yeah, go ahead. <clears throat> well, no, I, I was saying, you know, I, I don't think I'm a master or like I have all the answers or that it's a hundred percent accurate, but they were talking about this COVID thing the other day and the, and the severity of it. And the media says one thing, which I think is, is okay. Depending on who you're listening to, I think it's okay to be cautious. There's nothing wrong with that. Um, but on the other side of it, you know, we've, we've gone into this place where it's like hospitals now are getting money to say you died from COVID-19. Right, I and, saw and, this. What is that? And a good chunk of money, too. Yeah, they get $13,500 for every death that is COVID-related. So they say. So they say. But the issue is, you. I mean, from where I see it is like, okay, there's like 100 symptoms or 150 like symptoms, like shortness of breath. I mean, how many people die that don't have shortness of breath? I mean, that's like, like – What's the first thing you're going to see when somebody's dying? They're going to gasp for air. True. Probably. Right? So, oh, there it is. They gasped for air. That was COVID. Like, or did they have, like, heart disease? Did they have cancer? But, like, they did have – they gasped for air at the end, too. So, like, should we check that box? I think right. that's what's happening. So, it's like, yeah, we have 80,000 people that died. But if – I want to know out of that how many people – were tested out, you know, I mean, how many people exactly. had it in their system with a non pre existing condition? I want that number. Right. And you know what? This is exactly what Jeff and I were speaking about this morning. You're going, look, if, first of all, he's a real deep researcher. Like, he looks up all these documents. He's like, yo, I went on the health website, you know, 
the federal health website and was reading through shit, the actual reports and the data, you would expect that if the, if the world is being quarantined because of said virus, the, the data of people compared to normal deaths, like per year, it's like 2 million deaths, like a year ish. You would see a huge spike in addition to the normal average amount of deaths. You know, that makes sense, logically speaking. Dude, you do your own research and it's not even close. It's like 8%, but actually the way that it like pans out because we all have, it's such a, it was so masterfully crafted, this whole entire thing because we carry COVID. It's normally animal born virus it's everywhere it's not like a new thing that arrived and even still no matter what it should be proving if we're quarantining the world it should be proving a massive spike in deaths and it's not the case it's not even close yeah, I mean, you, no not yeah you close. look at like you, you can take car accidents right right there's people there's like three thousand a day right in the united states where people die right they die. So, like, if you just took three thousand a day times the last sixty days, we got to quarantine right? everybody because of car accidents. Then, yeah, it's a hundred more people would have died from car accidents in the last sixty days by double, right? Than the corona. Now, I'm not again. I err on the side of caution. I totally get it. Right. <laughs> I think what happened is we probably said this is much more aggressive than it really is. But again, you don't want to like wipe out humanity, right? So like if you're the dude, right, that is in charge of like healthcare or whatever, you're going to be like, let's just go the furthest. If you want the best answer, the best answer is go all the way. We talked about this the last week in all categories of what we've talked about. What's the best solution? The best solution is going all in. Take it all the way. Take it all the way, right? And, and then there's people that are like, but what about my job? What about the economy? It's like, no, people over money, folks. Let's not forget that. All this is day. a humanity, right? But, you know, at the Great same time, it's like, can we admit we may have been wrong on this? Can we all just go, hey, you know what? It's maybe twice as bad or, you know, half as bad as we thought. People under 60 without pre-existing conditions, we got it wrong. We're sorry. Here's what we're going to do. Like, let's just cut the shit. Dan Ballard for president. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> no, but, Yeah. That would be the, that would be the appropriate honest narration for yeah. those that are very confused right now. You know, yeah. that's where I get the most concern and I have the most like compassion. Is on one hand, you're like, oh man, I, I, you know, I I pity those that aren't really asleep. But on the other hand, you really think about it. What is what are people experiencing if their whole entire reality their entire framework of what they thought was now is being like crashed like head-on collision with the fact that everything you could be living was a lie that's like that song we are the ones it's not really fully released yet it's not quite the time it's building energy i can feel it but that is the message you know if you're waiting on someone if you know, if you need a savior, uh, if you're looking for who the enemy is, it's yourself, you know, like yeah. you have to look at yourself. So I do like, this is why whatever it takes, 
you know, I told Patrick, I said, look, it's a lot of energy to commit to this program. Him and I were totally being supported and energized from whatever divine creative energy that's supporting us because it's beyond. It's like we're doing something brand new, something innovative in a time that is so noisy that even if the most, this is what's so hilarious. Dude, Jesus Christ, the Messiah could be here right now amongst us and nobody would know. In fact, there's a whole, I think there's a show on Netflix about this or some documentary that somebody covered this idea. I don't know what the name of it is. I'm sorry, I don't know, but it's out there. <clears throat> and essentially it covers that type of phenomena that, that no one would even know. And so the, the type of power and energy that's needed to cut through this noise. And, you know, I even made a hook. I was like, how much money would it cost to get everyone to stop and pause to pay attention? And it's kind of a riddle because I don't think it should cost any money, but there are people out there that are actually crunching numbers trying to figure that out. And it's not a money thing. If all the money in the world could get everyone to pay attention, it would have already happened. So we have a free choice of what we do with our attention. So I would put out there and say, look, the new economy is not cryptocurrency. I'm so sorry. I hate that it's called cryptocurrency because I'm a word person. I'm like, it's called cryptocurrency. Um, and every single person and anyone listening to this, I challenge you that if you are that expert or you know someone who's an expert, just listen. Have someone explain to you in grave details if you are five years old. And just sit back, relax, and see what, see what happens. See what sort of... Babylonian magic comes out of their mouth <laughs> because it's bullshit. Like all money programs are all rooted in the biggest lie of all. And you can cryptocurrency do- easily could have been the stupidest <laughs> thing in the last five years. But yeah, Dan, we're on the same page and all it's so dumb. Have you ever Dude, had anybody- I watched <laughs> so many people that put their freaking money like not a lot. Not I mean I I knew a lot of people that like I mean thousands, right? Not tens of thousands, but I knew people that Put thousands, thousands, one thousand, yeah. two thousand, three thousand, right? Dropping They're like, dude, money. just it, just in case. And I'm like, so you're willing? Like, how about this? Let's go play blackjack. You'll crush it. Like, we could get it. We could get it done tonight. <laughs> like, you're either gonna Bro, be richer or you're, you're like, gonna be gone. But it's the same thing. You're like, I've never played blackjack in Vegas in my life. Give me three grand. Give me three <laughs> grand, and I will put ten k at least in your hand. Yeah, I mean, if you give me three grand, I bet I could come back with at least at least thirty one hundred bucks, at no least, questions asked. And I'm gonna put a hundred bucks in your pocket and say thank you very much. Yeah. yeah, and you're gonna have that money. Where if you do crypto, if you put three grand in a Where year ago, right now you're sitting at about forty seven cents. You you just let somebody <laughs> siphon money out of your account. That's you all have... it was just like freaking like geeks yeah. that like made this up, and they're just like, hey, thanks. Yeah. Well, and these like geeks, you're so stupid, you know. These programming geeks, bro, are so smart that they know that there's this universal principle that goes like this. If you want new ideas, you got to read old books. And if you want old ideas, go ahead and read new books. So, these programming geniuses go back and go, "Oh, what's the inception of of money?" You you go back to Babylonia. And then you study how these guys programmed this entire system where a very, very few, um, you know, select few of like magicians, a community of magicians, mathematicians, sit behind this very, very powerful curtain that is a lie, 
but it's done so unbelievably craftful that most of the population, which is literate, and as long as they stay literate, it works, called money. <clears throat> Ancient Babylonian money magic. I dare anyone out there to go research this as I'm talking. And you'll find some pretty cool articles. There's one in particular I love that depicts this beautifully. And once I saw that, I was like, because a curious mind wonders. You're like, what is the inception of money? Like instinctually, we know there's bad energy connected to it, but yet it's this thing that we need somehow to exchange. Well, I go, what, what if there was a currency that wasn't money? Well, there was, a, there was times in the human story where we were bartering. Yo, I have this. Do you perceive it to be worth <clears throat> equal or greater value than this thing that I want or need of yours? And can we find a way to agree that the exchange of my goods or services for your goods or services is fair? Dude, you work yep. that out between the people you're doing the deal with. I'm doing this right now. The way, I'm, the way we're yeah. doing business, it's sort of a barter, deal-centric exchange. But if you have a whole entire population and society of people that you think it's so, you know, like the best idea to predominantly keep them, like, illiterate so that some people could have access to, like, sacred knowledge or knowledge <clears throat> beyond the masses and you create this division between people do well, you know those do you get those calls though from like those companies that are like hey i want to know a lot about your business and then they ask you a bunch of questions and then all of a sudden they're like yeah so we're a b2b business and i'm like oh god <laughs> like so you you're gonna do seven services for us and then in exchange we're gonna give you seven marketing tools that you can use and it's like stop stop freaking stop like stop. those people you know, you know i don't know what they call those businesses but the ones that are like you trade service for service like is it like, like non-monetary as a model yeah so it's like i say i'm going to paint your house yeah right like i i paint houses and i'm gonna call somebody or no they're gonna call me and maybe they are a plumber right and so they call me and they're like, hey, I, they, they always start with like, tell me about your pricing. What, what separates you? You know, that was just this pure BS, right? Right, right? And then, so then they're like, cool. So here's what I'm thinking. I want to do that. But, but have you ever heard of whatever it's called, right? And then they're like, so what I'm going to do is I want you to paint my house. And then I'm going to give you three, uh, maybe for you, your sister, your brother, any plumbing you need done for free at <laughs> up to this amount of dollars. I'm like, no. <laughs> You're going to pay me to paint your house, no. and I'm going to pay you to freaking do my plumbing. That's how that's going to work. <laughs> right. Right? Or, now, it's one thing if it's like mano a mano. If it's like I know a friend who, like, we can help each other, that's one thing. But let's not make a business off of freaking trying to trade services. That's stupid. Dude, Nobody wins in that. It's dude, free labor. It's too much energy to do something that could be way more simple. The reality so is, simply. bro, the reality is look what the internet has done to us. There was a time yeah. where I could pick up the phone and call my buddy Dan and be like, yo, Dan, here's the thing. So if I'm not mistaken, if I know you correct, this is why it's important to know one another, to go, yo, if I know you correct and your interests and the things that you're good at, your value, whatever, you, you do this and at this quantity or whatever. And you're like, yes, cool. So I do this. Do you find that valuable? And you go, yes. yeah. And you go, cool. What if we did some sort of thing where I 
exchange this thing you find valuable that I have in exchange for that thing that you have. Yeah, it has to be like, I need your product and you need mine. It cannot be, you probably will never need my product, but I really need yours. Yeah, that's freaking stupid. That's a bad sell. You're selling someone in something that they don't give a fuck about. Yeah, like I make wine glasses. So if you ever need wine glasses in the future, I got your hookup. Like, no, dude. (laughs) Well, and you know what it is? It's doing that extra step of due diligence of being like, know your audience. Yeah, these like, people don't. Dude. They're freaking audience. I think they get paid to like sell. Then they turn around and like sell your product, right? And then they to that person they say the same thing, and it's like, it's it's basically like that whole <clears throat> business for business. Like, there's a model of that growing, and I just sure. think it's because I'm in that realm, and I just think it's freaking stupid. Well, like, if it was done intelligently, it'd be a lot more natural. That's all I know. Like in real, if there's a real exchange, like. We say that all the time, right? And say, it's like, if there's an exchange of value, people yes. buy. 100%. Right? That's, that's the, um, that is what it is. Furthermore. Selling is value. And you know furthermore. What I mean? So like, if you're going to trade. Yeah. Well, and psychologically too, because dude, everything, if you were studying economics, you're really studying like a whole realm of psychology, you know? Or I would take it a step further and say metacognition. You're like, you not only have to say exchange of value, you need to be aware that the, the, the person that you're dealing with or the, the audience you're dealing with, you know exactly what they want. You know? Correct. You're already aware of their That's the whole thing I'm saying. That's exactly. <clears throat> you have to know what they need or would want. Or it's a you huge can't just waste trade of, random shit. It's a huge waste of energy. So I think intelligent marketing is where we're shifting to. And now, dude, you take a couple of extra steps in your research and due diligence, and you can find out a lot. You know, you can find out enough. Let's just put it that way. You can find out enough to go, is this person um, going to, is it likely they're going to be in alignment with what value that I'm proposing? Right, because think of it this way. Let's say you're, you're pushing that idea, those people, right. right? So here's a question. How do you ever make money? You don't. I don't know how they make any money. Yeah, they get a lot of services done, but how do you ever make a dime? <laughs> somebody's true. somebody's on the up, upper upper end of that deal always. Right. That's true. Because somebody has a better product. Period. Somebody <laughs> always has. I mean, you know, it doesn't matter. That's somebody's true. is better. So if you're trading all the time, if that's your model is trading services for services. It's not sustainable. The only person making money is the company that's getting advertising on their website. The broker. The broker is the winner, not the people doing the service. That's true. That's a hundred annoying. That's a hundred percent true and annoying. But you know what? Everyone's going to figure it out. I think it's hilarious because so everyone's now quarantined. They can't go to work, and more than likely, I mean, who would ever know the percentages until we get into it? I want to know how many jobs in the matrix across the board, just in America, are going to be completely gone. Like, I'm going back to work now. Nope, doesn't exist. Business, no, you're not. Business. I would say 60 million. At least, at least, yeah, no. I would say at least five out of 10. Dude, not there. that's, dude, that's huge. And I was watching at least, this. In the next six months, five out of 10, without question. Without question. And you're like. I mean, I drove through a mall, like an outdoor mall today, dude. Only things that are open, local. Wow. All the big dogs are like. Wait a minute here. Like, like, think about like weird companies, like Gap. 
like right. on the verge already, right? Like, what are they going to do? You ain't got no money. You don't sell stuff to begin with. And now people are going, I don't want to, if I'm going to spend the same amount of money to go to fucking Gap, which <laughs> I could go to, <laughs> I might as well spend my money on my friend who's making clothes to try to support their yeah. children. I'll just go to JCPenney. It's fine. <laughs> Fuck JC Penny, bro. Fuck Macy's. Fuck all that I'm just, stupid shit. I'm just gonna get my freaking CK Calvin Klein to JC Penny, dude. Bro, Mr. King of Sears, bro, over here. I'm kidding. I'm joking. This is all a joke. I hope everybody, like, if you're listening, I don't do either one of those. But yeah, just so yeah. you know, I'm 100% joking, and so should you be also joking. No, because you actually yes. go to Walmart. Bro, I, I love it because I, I go, all right, here's where my mind goes. First of all, this is a wake-up call to people who even go, I've never even thought about the ramifications, let alone, dude, everyone's quarantining themselves, hand sanitizing, keeping everything on, and then they go out in the open air. There's going to be a huge, just fuck the virus. You don't, even, you don't even need a virus to go create a bunch of sickness in the air. If you let, don't let a bunch of, you know, our, our, our immunity naturally works in germs in, you know, when we're in the world, it's fighting because we're giving it a reason to fight. So now everything's all dormant. So one of those repercussions, I was watching this scientist, this real ass doctor that was fired up. He's like, do you have any idea? There should be so many more doctors pissed off about this, like in up in an uproar that this is not good for humanity, this is not healthy at all, and the predictions are very, we don't even know, but it's going to be a huge um, kind of like backlash of illnesses because people are not allowing their natural immunity to work. In addition to the fact that what, fifty around 50% of jobs that people are all conditioned, like can't wait to get out of quarantine so I can go back to work, and all of a sudden they're confronted with, there's nothing. Dude, what does that mean? All these Dude, this means today, like, this conversation becomes so rich. Yes. Because, like... Nobody's talking about this. In my, in my opinion, like, right now, and, and I think ho- hopefully people... W- but there's a lot of people who can't, and, you know, there's, there's the, you know, will versus skill. I've said that for, like, years. But, like, some people have the will to do things, but they just don't have the skill. And then, you know, either you have the skill and then you don't have the will. We kind of talked about that already. But, True. like, when... When do do entrepreneurs really succeed? It's when your back's against the wall and, and you have to do something insane and, and great. And I think you're going to see a lot, a whole lot of new um, stuff across the board, man, True. coming out of this because people are going to have to. You know, like, unfortunately, our government hasn't really done shit for us. I mean, everybody got their little check, right? They paid their their mortgage or their rent halfway or for a month or whatever, right? Like, didn't really touch the surface. Um, And so we don't have anything coming in. You're going to have half of Americans like, "Uh uh-oh, what do we do? Nobody's really, you know, like like I think of it as this, right? If you're an entrepreneur, you can't go collect unemployment. You you don't have an employer. So, like, what are you doing to to drive – you know, innovation and, and your entrepreneurship in the country. And then if, when everybody goes back, those jobs aren't there. Entrepreneurs are going to step up. Um, have to, and, and, and probably going to do something great. I hope that a lot of people, you know, start doing things. Um, you know, you have platforms to, to put, put out product and, and make money to people who are in the, in the workforce. 
Um, but ultimately, and not to get political, but, you know, freaking help us out a little bit here. Um, right. You know, people are trying to do the right thing. And and if you got, you know, 60 or, you know, right now we're at over 60 million people out of work. Um, when jobs post, it, it's not going to be hundreds when unemployment was three, four, five percent. It's going to be thousands of people applying to a, a job at, you know, it doesn't matter, right? I mean, you're going to be up against thousands of people. It's going to be very difficult to find a job. And I feel like for a while, let's let's get a little bit oddly socialist here and take care of our own so we can move forward. So people have resources to start a business, have a resource to do their dreams and be able to 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 facilitate the things that they want to facilitate um, look, look, so, that, so they don't have to run away from them. Well, you you're, know? you're touching on something I find very fascinating. Let, let's just say, this is not my opinion, but let's just run with this. <clears throat> if there was an agenda from an elite standpoint, from a power broker standpoint of humanity that yeah, believed, This is scary. I that, feel like I know where you're going. This is scary. <laughs> that believed strongly that we should be somewhat communist-socialist hybrid, Okay. The, and we needed some sort of reason, especially to the American people, and give them like a very, very good sell on why we should shift to that. This would be a perfect, perfect setup. Yeah, it's the worst sword of all time, right? It's 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 Stop so double edged, and like I, I I am not for full-on socialist. I know a lot of people, you know, whether you're liberal or whatever, it doesn't matter. A lot of people are for some of those ideas. I'm not for more control, um, but I'm for, we're the richest country in the world. I'm for a little bit of help, but I, I do not want, and I think, unfortunately, what you're saying is is pretty true. Like, no matter what, if the things that are put in front of us to help us, there's a reason. It's not just to help you. Right. Right? It's, it's not there as a true help a true gesture of of love and an embodiment of like here's a flotation device i know you're sinking that's never what it is there's no. always a back line Agenda. something in that bill goes through some, something underlying gets cut or look whatever at the other hand, bro. it's it's whatever look at the, the other, other hand, hand. Yeah. yeah whatever the other hand you're is so doing right is what's going on right yeah but you know it's, it's sad man. <clears throat> it's sad it's so crazy, but at the same time, I, I also see like here's a more elementary, more of a childlike analogy that I see. If you were to divide, but you don't want to, you don't want to not to not to jump off. You just to clarify, when you say there's there's there could be a movement towards communism, socialism, that type of thing. Where do you sit on that? Are you where Dude, you know? I think I I, well, I said what I said. But. Well, I appreciate that because listen, it's it's a very sensitive issue for me because I have been charged by my mentor and sage, Dr. Carol Reinhart, when he's like, "How are we going to change the paradigm of education in America?" He would charge me with that sort of haunting question. So I have taken that as literally as I heard it, and I knew that he meant it. Other people would go, "Oh, this philosophical question from an eighty-five-year-old sage—it's just you know—it's just a question to." think about it's never gonna i was like no fuck that like i'm young i was in my 20s and i was like that's what's up he's he's leading me like almost like an easter egg in a game that's what a sage really is if you're lucky enough to know one is like you know the curator of how this all works these questions were leading me to where i needed to focus on my energy and i was like that's what it is so when i saw 
finally started seeing solutions for how that was possible. I was like a pit bull. So e-learning became my mastery, you know, as far as what I study and what I pay attention to, media tech as a result of e-learning. On and on this, this rabbit hole has taken me and now leads me to where I sit, you know, with, you know, as an expert in intellectual property and all these other things <clears throat> I've had to learn. So I personally, I stand above looking at things like communism or socialist. I believe that the new paradigm cannot be described in terms like that. It's, it sits above for things like autonomy. Carol, if there was a, you know, above politics even, I don't prescribe to that bad story. Instead, I say a better story is imagine a world if every learner in communities everywhere were autonomous, where they believed that they were fully empowered to be making their own choices and solving their own problems. That's what I am pushing for. That's if there was a campaign um, that existed, which I haven't seen yet, maybe I need to initiate it, something like autonomy, that is what I would vote for. So, <clears throat> so you're, more of a, you're more of a liberal, open, get, open-minded, everybody yeah. has their own vision. I guess if that were the category, yes. So I'd, I, I mean, it's, 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 you know, broad strokes. Well, I get and, it, and, and here's the deal. My, if I were to, you know, uh, I have a bone to pick for sure, to say the least, with the public school system. I mean, that manifesto of the United States um, of America public school system, you know, like all the unified school district, you know, program is designed is designed with an intention to manufacture socialists and communists. The reason why I know that because the programmer is John Dewey. John Dewey is like basically the author of not only the United States um, public school system manifesto, but he's also a co-author of the communist manifesto just as well. So that is what our country is that is what those are the people who've designed this entire program that essentially distracts individuals in our system for whatever reason people thought this was a good idea this is just what it is it distracts people from what is for about 30 years you know at least that's what that manifesto does it's not for us to know important things it's to keep us distracted from the important things as it turns out so you know i just don't prescribe to anything what what we're in is a closing of, of an entire paradigm that needs to just be closed. And we're introducing a new paradigm of how people are going to learn, how people are going to cooperate. And the, man, let's just run it real quick. Let's just run the tape, the speed ramp of every single presidency. How well does it work to elect one single individual to hold the power for the masses, it's extremely, extremely ineffective um, for the empowerment of individuals everywhere, if that was the goal. So the idea of people looking towards a government, that story has been designed just like Hollywood. I'm watching that episodal series on Hollywood. It's called Hollywood on Netflix right now. Super, super revealing in a very cool way. I think that movie's well done. Um, of showing behind the curtain of what really, how, how that whole operation of Hollywood really worked, that whole game, that entire program. The same way the whole political program, if you break it down and see it, let's look at it one glance, like an organizational chart 
of how the whole thing is structured, the entire story. You need to divide energy. So are you this or are you that? Or are you going to, we're going to drive people somewhere in between. You need a story that polarizes people. You need a logo too. You need a little donkey and then you need the little fucking elephant and you need these little logos. This is Disney shit. This is like what, this is the science of storytelling audiovisual literal you and if you want to enforce it and you put a bunch of money behind that story to say parlor tricks let's make that a whole entire governmental fucking narrative to where people will believe that these characters inside this white house are going to do all this cool thing these governmental things we're going to work on running the world while you guys are out there working Fuck that. <laughs> it's a stupid story. It's so bad. It's not good for everyone. You know, show me, to me, I'm like, if there could be a rubric of, of ideas, and there most certainly is a rubric of ideas, um, I work in intellectual property. I know this to be true. Here's the catch. Who gets to decide what the best ideas are? Well, there's some benevolent principalities out there on a short list that actually do get to s decide currently in this lifetime. And that is what it is. That's gatekeepers. Agreed. That's what it is. So and you can't deny that. It is what it is. People that want to deny it and down below in, in the matrix and talking all this shit, making up legends and stories about people, the, the elite and empowered. But look, you don't know, but I have been mentored by some of these folks and on the good side, because there's, you know, there's good and bad to everything. There's duality in everything. But <clears throat> as it turns out, there is a rubric to ideas, and I would put it, this is my own kind of Mr. Corey rendition here, but I'd say a good idea helps me, and I'd, I, I would love for your thoughts on this after I, I send this your way. A, uh, a better idea helps you and me, okay? A great idea helps a lot of people, it's great. But the very best ideas can be proven to help everyone and all of creation. That's what I believe, if there was a rubric. What do you think? I think it's, I mean, I, I agree. Um, you know, it's super tough with that, without getting, I can get, so I'm not going to, but I can get extremely political, unfortunately. I know. Um, not, not something that I, I mean, I think, I think the issue is, and you know this, right? I think I, I have by the way, an I, opinion. Hey, give me some credit real quick. I think that was very political of me of how I avoided a political conversation. You did. That was political. You did. Yeah, it was political, but like, Again, I think you come at it – you don't really give a lot of energy to current political environment and things like that. You just kind of are like – it, it it's not real, so like yeah, forget it. Yeah, it. it doesn't have my blessing, so it doesn't get my energy of support or belief. Right. Unfortunately, it gets mine. I got um, it. And it just is what it is. But I love it. Yeah, I'll admit it. And so, you know, I just think – here, okay, so two things. I totally and completely agree the system is broken and there are better ways. Not even as a – I mean you've got – people have to get bigger than the U.S. of A, right? Like that's so stupid. Like um, the people running this whole thing are not running the United States. They're running the whole planet. They're, they're, they're – you know, these, these gatekeepers, as you say, are – are not like 
No, they're they're going. You're going here. You're going here. You're going here. You get this much. Here's what you're going to do this year. Chessboard. Here's, here's what tech. You, it's a chessboard, and and that's a fact. And if you don't believe it, sorry. Uh, I know that, <laughs> that potentially potentially breaks up the whole idea of voting, etc. But money, again, does a lot to an election and and things like that. And, and more times than not, the more the more money. The more you win, it's just it is what it is. And I think today, the one thing I will say is from a from a without saying anything politically is we're at a, a standpoint of today where I think whether you believe in the whole thing or not, we may be able to tip it at least to save our country um in a direction if we if we put a lot of people together and and all i'm saying by that is we need to protect our freaking planet and that's really all i give a shit about true um because the people who cannot get on board with with um you know our planet and what's happening from a standpoint of output of of carbon and global warming etc if you cannot get on that train um i would happily talk to you every single day for hours a day um, and, and let you know why it's important because uh-huh. everything that we talk about, whether it be tech, your future, your family, your music, I don't care what you're talking about. If your planet isn't here and it's not sustainable, we cannot go forward. True. And it is the number one thing. It's really all I am focused on. So can we, dissect and get really 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 focused on just at least putting that as a priority above all else is all i'm saying yeah i don't care about your affiliation i don't care about your job plan Uh i don't care about your virus plan i don't care about your infrastructure plan i do not care somebody will be able to figure that out but what really matters is where do you sit in regards to the future of the human race. Mm. That matters to me. Yeah, what's your role? And what do you believe your what's responsibility your is? What are you gonna do to help ensure that we are here? Right, yeah, who's- That here, matters. Here's where we're at, right? Get your head out of the sand. Here's where we are mm-hmm. as a human species across the board. Now, right. how do you feel about that? And now what are you going to do about it? You know? Right, because so many of these people, right? Let's just be honest. The, the people that are are running, both in their seventies, they're not going to be here when the threat is here. So they're either going to be on a yacht, their friends are going to be on yachts, flying around, sitting in beautiful areas, doing whatever it is they do, drinking their tea in the morning in, in Venice. It doesn't matter to them, but to me, my future, my family, my kids that I don't have, but all of those things, right? That matters to them. Totally. And that's more important than your next 15 years when you go, let's just let the bankroll run. Let's keep drilling. Let's keep throwing carbon, whatever that is. Right. That's freaking selfish as shit. Yeah. And I just can't get behind it. Nope. And Find we, a better way to take care of people. A hundred percent. And let's just say, bro, everyone got what they wanted. I would declare that the new story that we're in now, the new paradigm is it used to be this versus that, you know? Good versus evil, men versus whatever it is, polarizing this versus that. I'm just, dude, I'm declaring the grand collaboration story because it's just, it, 
we are going to manufacture so many more new narratives that have never existed if we do. We're in a big story. And if everyone, like you said, you're like, you're like me in that way of going, hey, all the stuff that could polarize us and separate us, what if there was something we can agree on? Like the condition of the planet. And everyone, even rich people are like, yo, you're in it too. If we fuck the whole thing up, you're, you and your riches are going down with it. So how about this? What if there was a mathematical proven formula that could say, look, you guys over here that love money and you want to make the most money possible, great. We're going to help you do that to the umpteenth degree on levels you can't even imagine. And let's just leave that there. Now, the artists and the creators and the content is king. We have to make room for this new shift here, guys, because it's happening. If content is the new currency, story is the new money, well then financing and owning song catalogs and all this stuff that's proven in the marketplace, song catalog uh, publishing in in the international marketplace, song catalog purchasing is higher than it's ever been and it's gonna keep growing. We are in content is king paradigm. So what if you were able to construct deals and, and show with math that the money people are gonna make more money by collaborating at higher levels and you're gonna activate thousands of, I wouldn't even wanna say jobs, I would just say people that can sustain their lives and their families and pay mortgages, etc. in a whole new way. When I found out song catalogs could be worth billions, hundreds of millions, yeah. I'm like, yeah. the maximum amount that someone needs to live, like I think of, of Ivy League school, I forget who it was, but they did some sort of study of going, how much money per year, a salary, does someone, would make the maximum happiness for a human being? Curious mind wonders. Dude, it's like 70 grand per capita. Yeah. So I go, all right, so the goal is we need to put 70 grand in people's pockets per year. You could, do Great. The, you could do the math so quickly and so easily and it would be so attainable to go, guys, let's do the highest level deals. This is why I love intellectual property. It's a long form, long form magic, it's long play. But you could do one deal really, really well is what I've been coached by my mentors in high places that songs, the very thing that I'm here to do and my friends and the songs that they make could be bundled together and that, and as long as the rights and the, the content is cleared, you could clear that shit. A song catalog, a slate of songs for a billion dollars. I was like, Take a billion dollars divided by 70 grand and you microfinance a bunch of artists and a bunch of people that go, give me whatever, literally, I would do the numbers right now if I could, but I'm, you know, I've got a couple phones. <clears throat> Let's say a billion dollars divided by, you're going to do it by hand, Patrick, you're a boss. A billion divided by 70 grand, whoever figures it out first, either Dan or Patrick. But I'm like, that's how many people that you could literally go, we're good. And if you empowered those meek art, and I don't mean meek is weak, I mean the meek who inherit the earth, the real artists, the real influencers, the ones that know, the ones that have had to pay very special prices to be in this lifetime aware. And those are the people that I resonate with the most. Those are the people that I would call 
my we, like the, those that I identify with, go, these are my we, the, the, these are a part of me, like these are the people I identify. In this wake of consciousness, I belong to them, they belong to me, we're on the same frequency. Dude, I would love to be the guy that puts the fun and funding for every one of those people to go, here's 70 grand. 14,286. Dude, 14,286 people. I'm going, give me 14,000 fucking artists qualified that deserve a bag. And find a way to automate that on a platform where they, they find their way in. If that's you, we want to give 70 grand to fucking 14,000 artists and we will change the world overnight. I'm convinced. Because I know, man, along the way, if uh, you know... Somebody that really saw, you know, Corey, like budding entrepreneur, relentless, fucking resilient Corey amidst of all this fucking yo-yo shit and was like, you know what? I got plenty of money, but I'm going to mentor this kid and I'm going to teach him about money and financing and he's got the talent, he's got art, he's going to only get better. And that's why, like, I look, I go, who's going to put the fun in funding? Who's going to be like the magic investor in my life. I was like, dude, it's going to be me. <laughs> God's like, Corey, it's going to be you. <laughs> I was like, I would put the fun in funding. I, w- I really would. But once I saw the pieces, I was like, it's a pie in the sky dream until you go, no, 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 I do this with this many people and I do that. And then once this happens, boom, I know this person then, I bring this, these, this content too. And um, before that happens, you just need to do the work to make sure that people are paying attention to it. But dude, that type of collaboration, I dare anyone to do. <laughs> I dare anyone to go, I, I double dog dare you to try to convince all of your friends who you believe are the most creative and talented people to work together, to align in some sort of grand effort. And I would even give you a tip. Something like making songs is a really, really good idea. Because dude, what do you want to do? You want to feed the beast model? You want to go into business with me, Dan, on like a... Some sort of like, we got to buy a product, we got to ship it out everywhere and pay for the shit. Or would you rather sell a slate of songs, you know, and then do it again and do it again? And I was like, all right, this is, this is what I'm in after. This game that we've been in, I was like, where is the, where do I hang my hat? Like, what is all this going to be for? And I saw it. I was like, all right, dude, that is how we change the world. Not just the passion and the art and the, and the things that all the artists have is that, you know, we have the heart in the art, which is great, but nobody fucking cares if they only care about money. So you gotta, there's gotta be a collaboration between those that are financiers, those that are entrepreneurs, those that wanna run businesses and those that are content producers. I see that as the perfect trifecta in the new economy, you know? Dan? Did we lose you? Dan Ballard. Can you hear me? Oh yeah, I lost you for a second. Uh, my phone was on mute. I'm an oh, idiot. Yeah. I, I definitely, I actually was saying yeah multiple times that obviously did not come across. So that's awesome. <laughs> um, yeah, I was agreeing and you probably didn't obviously get, you got zero of that. I don't know when I hit the button, so I apologize. Yeah, go ahead. Um, so here's the beautiful part, right? So you kind of said, you know, here's what I think. And this is where I think it's super important to share two sides. And my side is not any different. I would just add one thing. When I think about 
being an artist in today's environment. Personally, if I was going to go full bore on being an artist, exactly what you said is what I would do. Additionally, I would probably have some sort of business raw on the side. Of course. And I would probably try to, yeah, I'd probably try to go, hey, I need to at least make X amount of dollars off of A so that B being my, my, my plan creates this has the potential to create this amount so i would personally probably do both but why the more important question is or or hopefully what people are, are realizing is it's like you can do both and sometimes you just need one to feed the beast right and it's extremely important that you don't give up on what it is you yeah what you're ultimately trying to do um, and if it takes other resources to get there, I think, you know, if you're an artist and, and you're you're solely going for it, obviously you have a, you have an entrepreneurial spirit to do other things. So don't be afraid to to dab in the other other colors and try to grab from those while you focus on on the music stuff. I think it's it's vital because eventually once you get your shot, then you can you can leave those behind or do whatever, right? But a lot of times I think people go, it's either I got to do this, you know, I got to go work at the car dealership or I got to go be a musician or or I can't be a musician because these guys want too much of my time. And but if you do it on your own and you go, here's what I'm here's what percentile of my brain, my time, my energy I'm going to put into these four things, one of which is my music. How much time are you willing to give to the other colors of the palette to create the ultimate vision of where you're trying to go. And that's, that is the, is in my opinion, if you're going to go all in what you have to do, just an opinion. But I think that's what I would do. Well, dude, I love it. And I think that's exactly what it's going to take, especially now in this climate, there's no like, dude, swing for the fences, of course, but really those, it's all predicated on these stories that aren't even real anymore. Like this story of like, oh, go to Hollywood, get a deal, get signed to a label, make a bunch of money, go on tour. That's a story. But it That's the dumbest story of all time, by the way. It's not. Like we said cryptocurrency, right. moving to LA, dumber than investing in cryptocurrency. Right. It's super dumb. <laughs> so, like want to do something? Just go ahead and give me your three grand. That's a smarter move. And moving to LA because, by the way, you're going to owe three grand in 30 days. Exactly. <laughs> and, dude, so for me, like, going out to LA was not your conventional, I'm going to go out and chase a dream story. It was, I knew I had to get the fuck out of Dodge. Like, I was squeezed out and I had to go. And it was because I was, you know, I wasn't really focused on art. I was focused on my town, on, you know, building, yeah. building an agency for artist development and music education, et cetera. So I was, but on the other side, you can go. Yeah, no. What's that? On the other side of it. Oh, right. So much easier to be like, yeah, fuck that. <laughs> but, Do it anywhere else. I don't care if you're in Utah. Stay in Utah. Stay in you won't Utah. listen, but stay in Utah. Yeah, you, you think there's something there, and there's not. Go watch Hollywood on Netflix, and then think if you want to go move to Hollywood. And, and that whole entire place is getting a complete overhaul right now. It's going to be a brand new place. And 60% of renters yep. are leaving Los Angeles Dude, in the next six months. Mission, 60% of people who rent. 
maybe that's an interesting coincidence, but if that was designed to, to shake down all the riffraff of California, <laughs> that is also extremely effective. <laughs> If, yeah. you, if you wanted to just be like, ah, we don't really want this riffraff crowding our amazing place, so let's just uh, figure out a way it to get them out. Who knows? Totally. Yeah, it's an, art, it's an article, but, but yeah, so, 60%. Well, no, I mean, so, you know, going back to what I was saying, it was like, you know, this whole, for me, pursuing the artist thing was I already had a moving business and still do, but here's what I realized in myself, and this is the real truth. I was, you know, TED Talk and artist development. You know, preaching these messages that were very that were channeling through me. That is my that is my message for my mission is artist development. You know, for sure. But I eventually realized, and I knew I was going to hit that point. I was like, if I'm going to start seeing really talented kids, and I had some really fucking talented kids, and I still now they're older, um, that I was like, wow, eventually it's going to start catching up to me. Where am I going to want to be the super teacher? And have like super teacher guy, you know, like Mr. Rogers is like the super fucking duper teacher. Or if I'm going to, but he wasn't pitching artist development. That wasn't his message. But I really was like, no, I want to see how really what I'm saying is I want to bring people along my journey of how far I'm willing to go in my artist development. Because that's what I believe is what music led me to was, oh, I'm developing this character. And that's more the bigger message. So... I had, in honesty, if I was going to preach these messages like, go all the way to my young artists, I had to do it myself. So that's when I went full tilt boogie of going, dude, I'm going to get on my instruments like I've never gotten on drums, guitar, piano, till I could just fucking shred all of my songs. At the very least, I was like, I got a lot of songs. So I need to memorize those fuckers. I need to like, I need to prove that I'm, if I'm going to say to any of these artists, um, the things that I've said to them, I need to take it 10 times further. You know, that's how I felt. So <clears throat> doing that with no comparison, not feeling like I needed anybody to uh, an agent, all these things that people tell you need. I was like, no, fuck all that. I'm just going to trust God and my inner voice and my talent and all. Of, I'm so deep in this already. I have to win. Like I can't, I, I'm uniquely disqualified to do anything else. Like I'm too far to do anything else but I'm far enough that I if I just keep going like something's going to give because I've been affirmed by some of the most talented producers in the industry they're like you know they really believed in me and my talent etc so I had to realize that in myself and that's what it came down to is do I see myself the way others hope me to see myself or do I you know do I see myself the way people see me so that was my journey but now <clears throat> that weird place that created a lot of mirrors, a lot of smoke and mirrors. But for me to realize, okay, what's real? I come back home, just like any great story. The hero comes back home, and they, they're transformed with 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 the elixir, and they realize that everything, you know, like even in Wizard of Oz, there's no place like home, no place like home. That's how it feels for me, and um, you know, approaching this now, going. <clears throat> what I really, really, where I really, really felt the most, you know, expressed musically, for example, like in worship leading and when we were, you know, the band experience, doing the solo artist thing is cool. Doing the MC thing is a blast. However, that's not the power that it's going, that's going to break through right now. You're going to need, you're going to need everything. 
you're gonna need to pull out everything. And that's what, you know, I'm really the most excited about as we get to document our journey, getting to the real goods, all this stuff, all the planning, all the tech, social media, we're gonna solve those problems and turn it into science just so we could really get to what's what this is, is I think the, the real opportunity here is sounds and songs that have not entered consciousness yet. Because we're, we're in a place in the human story that we've never been in before, which means we have the opportunity to make songs and videos and movies that have not existed yet. You know what I mean? <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think that's, yeah, extremely refreshing. I think that is the tone that success is, is wrote on. Um, you know, togetherness, a body of people of, of similar, um, you know, likeness and, and things like, you, you know what I'm saying there. But um, when, when people come together that have a like interest or mind, um, and, and you chase something, it's extremely, extremely powerful. That's what the best businesses, the best bands, the best, um, you know, all of it. That's, that's, that's how these things are written. That's how people become successful in whatever it is they chase. That's the recipe. And you, very rarely do you see it done alone. Yeah, there's people out there that if, if you want to believe in the Hollywood, if you want to believe in the handful, by handful, maybe it's two handfuls. Maybe there's 20 people out of, 500 million Americans that get chosen to run for five or 10 years, but take your chances. You're going to get hit by lightning five times before that happens. So um, maybe the, the better way to go about it is to find people of like-mindedness work together towards a goal that you all agree on. Yep. And if you don't have people around you, find them literally and, and, and start working towards that you have the time you have the resource you have the energy um social media online there's a million different ways to connect with people on the same level and if you do that i think that will lead you to to or towards um you know the direction that you want to go but i could not agree more after a week of talking that for you specifically being back home back where it began with a full ellipse of like, okay, this is what this is. This is my journey um, being fulfilled. Yeah, I mean, it is. It's it's um, you know maybe maybe the road wasn't maybe it wasn't the smoothest. There's a lot of potholes, probably mm-hmm. some detours. Sure. But um, at the end of the day, you made it back and you're alive, and and you have people around you who are going, yeah, man, do it. Exactly. And, and here's what you can do. Here's who's here to help. And those people are forming around you. And so what better time to, to go after those things um, and, and to utilize everybody. Yep. And, 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 and most importantly, I think one of the things that's extremely important is everybody having a voice. Mm-hmm. And it sounds to me like the people that you're surrounding yourself with have their platform to run with, which is extremely important. And it, it's, it's not a, you know, dictatorship going on with here's what, here's what I'm doing. Here's how I want to do it. Here's what we're going to do. It's what can we do? Can and that is vital. There? Yeah. It's an because that's, that's, the, that's the trick. I mean, the trick is everybody pulling different strings. One person cannot do it, man. It's just, it's not possible. Nope. 
one person doesn't have the answer to everything. It's it's everybody being a pro at what they do and really being invested is what makes it happen. Well, check and, this out. I mean, this is a perfect, perfect segue. We got, we're, we're at 57 minutes, so tell me what you think about this. On that exact note, <clears throat> I've been kind of throwing around this little idea, this little parable that came to me that I really thought, it lit me up. And tell me what you think about it. If there was a divine sort of magic trick, I believe that each of us are born with like this ever-growing ring of keys, this proverbial ring of keys to open up doors and gates in, in this kingdom. And it belongs to us. There are keys. But what I've discovered, like, and I have a pretty fucking huge ring of keys, personally. And here's the trick. None of those keys do shit for me, is what I've realized. So my whole perspective has become the grand collaboration story as a result. I was like, I have keys. Here's what it is. I was like, maybe I have keys for every single person in my life. And perhaps they also have keys for me, but it's not required for them to do something for me. I just made it a game. I was like, this is the game and I'm going to win. I'm just going to fling open doors for people and get them to the goods and create fast pasts everywhere I go. And that's how I feel with this music. I was like, I don't need anything from you. I just want to bless and I want to open up doors for you and I want to collaborate. And that's it, you know? But I don't know. I, I kind of feel like that's, in essence, what we're, what we're getting it into, you know? This, everyone, businesses are going to have to collaborate. Everyone gets to collaborate, you know? Yeah. No, I think that's exactly it, man. And, and not, to, not, to, not to end on a Dave note, but this is one of the best lyrics of all time. And I remember years ago, this is why it's actually, it's actually uh, extremely relevant. We were driving back from Phoenix. We had a show. And as you remember, I used to play Dave, whether you liked it or not, in my car, um, all the way back to Tucson, seconds. every time. Yep. And there was a lyric that said, when you give, you begin to live. Yeah. And you said, man, I love that lyric. And that's what you just said, man. When, when you give and you begin to live, that's, that's the idea, right? Do things for people, whether you want something in return or not. Yep. And you will begin to live, and, and, and the world is yours. That's it. So. Hey, Dan, thanks so much for this conversation, brother. Um, we'll see you for the next episode on the, on the next call. Sounds great, man. Thanks. Ladies and gentlemen, that's a wrap for episode five with the amazing host with the most, Mr. Dan Ballard. He has been such an awesome guest. I couldn't ask for a better guest, honestly. The full circles that have I have experienced in real time coming back home to Tucson, Arizona, where it all started with me and Mr. Dan in our band, a band called Rescue Lights, where we have many, many hours logged in mainly focused on music but as it turns out music you can talk about everything through music so that's why i love this conversation where we get to move the 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 meter forward at the tip of the spear and consciousness in discussions about media and tech and faith and metaphysics and all of these things that i think are so inspiring and provocative and even conversations like politics you won't normally catch me 
talking about those things, but even in this episode, I think it's worthwhile for all of us to examine everything. So I'm bringing you into my own process along with those who inspire me the most. So you're going to look forward to some other guests. I got one more episode with good old Dan. He'll be back on this show for sure. You can look forward to that. But I've already got my next guest lined up next week for the 333 Anchor.fm feature and part of this. Get it? Here we go. Intentional influencers, fully integrated, trans, social media mystery, franchise game. And the game is what may the most interesting ones win. Let the games begin. That's what we're in, you guys. It is a game, this mysterious game, this experiment where the best songs, the best sounds, the best stories that's what's going to win at the end of the day as it turns out that's what's going to be remembered so the awakening process leading us all back home this journey to wholeness where we are going to come together the awakening station is the narration station these this tribe of narrators are going to join me in manifesting this vision And you're going to get an exclusive behind the scenes every step of the way. If you feel compelled, please contribute to this podcast and be a part of the journey. Thank you so much for listening. We love you very much.